0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are, across this vast world, across the United States, across this great state of Michigan. Currently today, as I reside in Atlanta, Georgia, I sit back and I ponder the thought of a conversation that I had with my child. I have a 13-year-old, excuse me, who endeavors to be an NFL great. As of recently, the past four or five weeks this semester started, and we all know that COVID nineteen runs quite rampant, and we have a lot going on in our realm that we call this world. But as I begin to ponder and see things, that he was on the downslide, that he couldn't play football this year because of some grades has started to downslide in this semester to where he was flat out flunking some classes. So, me as a father, having great admiration for my son, to see him become an NFL great, start with hard work. So, I begun to go through the process of getting things situated with the school principal and the teachers. No doubt the young man started to doing things like he was supposed to to get done but I realized a conversation that I had with him before he started to get things corrected I spoke to him and I told him about a story about a young man that played college football at the University of TCU and this young man was sweeping the floors one day And as he was sweeping the floors one day, no doubt at at great admirations that he wanted to be someone special. He's a freshman on campus, no doubt. And he took a job and the job that he took was a custodial job. Some people look down upon custodial work, but this young man took a job that no one would. And he began to do his job. And one day as he came into the cafeteria area to do his job. He was mopping the floor. And as he began to mop this floor. He was making sure that he was doing the best job that he could. Along came a student, a fellow TCU student. Happened to be walking past. Walked past this nice floor that he just got done mopping. And he spit on the floor. and as he spit on the floor he turned back around as he began to walk away and he told the young man you missed a spot the young man who was the freshman safety said to the young man that spit on the floor hey come here for a minute And the young man turned around and walked up to him and said, yeah, what can I do for you? He said, sir, when you go over to that cafeteria and you get your lunch and you come back and walk through here, he said, you see that spot where you spit on? He said, I promise you. The food that you go eat. When you come back, that spot will be even cleaner. That you can set the food that you're eating from the cafeteria on that spot no doubt this young man becomes a standout safety at tcu now he's no doubt in the indian nfl and as well as this young man's story is that he has wrote an autobiography but the main point about it was he didn't want to miss a spot because he wanted to have his father watch him play football on sundays And now he can look back and he can tell that man don't miss a spot because when you spit on that floor he cleaned that floor spotless regardless of the hatred or the anger or the mispersuasion of life don't miss a spot and as I told my son that story, I told him to correct your situation, son, I need you to work with me for 10 years. Give me 10 years of your life. That's all I need is 10 years of your life, son. I can show you how to make it into the NFL. No doubt, my son. Is a great talent. He come from a line of talent. Got a cousin now that's a starting strong safety for the Indianapolis Colts, Kari Willis. He has all the great tools and the example put before him. But I tell him, don't miss the spot. And I said, you know, when I want you to tell me on that day that you get drafted, I want you to come and give me a hug and I want you to whisper into my ear. Dad, I didn't miss a spot. It starts with his education. It starts with all of us as parents getting our children into the education and stand behind them. Correctively chastising them in the manner that they need to be chastised. Which leads me to my topic of today. Who's going to stand and not miss a spot for the Indianapolis Colts national football team is it the receivers is it the quarterbacks is it the offensive linemen is it the wide receivers is it the tight ends or if it's the defensive tackles is it the defensive ends Or is it the outside linebackers? Is it the inside linebackers? Or is it your Mike linebackers? Or is it your Sam linebackers? Is it your right corner? Is it your left corner? Is it your strong safety? Is it your free safeties? Is it special teams? Is it your kicker? Who is it that want to let me know? Not just me know, but you. Colts Nation. The most important aspect of the game the fans want to know. We've no doubt have spent money on free agency. We have given money to individuals that we need to see their play increase to the level that's approvable to our standards now we have to constantly be honest within ourselves and say to ourselves that Philip Rivers has shown us that some of the questionable thoughts in his throwing abilities it's not the answer so therefore we have to start questioning ourselves is the 25 million dollars that we gave Philip Rivers is it the answer you have to say to yourself is there some way did general manager Ballard miss a spot as much admiration that I have for Mr. Ballard such a great character a great character act but I have to sit here and begin to wonder as the season is starting to continue on as I do believe Coach Frank Wright said when a question was presented by a reporter about Frank Wright or would there be any changes of implication of changes at quarterback he immediately stated Phillip Rivers is my quarterback end of story And that's fine and dandy. We don't want to sit here and question General Manager Ballard, but the thought always will ponder in our mind is giving up $25 million for one year for one individual really worth what we are seeing right now. Because it is very evident as I was talking to some fans inside of the Indianapolis Colts zone, and one of the fans asked me, If I felt that if T.Y. Hilton was playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Wathersberger was his quarterback, would T.Y. Hilton look like Antonio Brown? And I've pondered that thought because for the past few weeks as well, a couple years, I have seen a decline in the play of T.Y. Hilton. Some due to injury and hamstring problems, which is acceptable because it's a part of the game. But you have to really ask yourself, we have two high-profile players that for the last four weeks really have not jailed or got on the same page. So you have to begin to ask yourself. Who is at fault here? Is it the players? Is it the coaches? Is it the general manager? We have to get to the bottom and understand who's missing the spot. Because the spot is being missing where the offense looks horrible. If you look at the numbers now that are coming out, we are in the top 20, maybe almost close to the top 30 in total offense. That's not acceptable. That is not going to get the job done. And I don't care what name you got on the back of your jersey or how much money that you make. You play to win the game. Period. You play to win the game. What we're looking at from an offensive standpoint, I'd add my Pittman may be down, but that's not the reason or Mac may be out, but that is not the reason that these guys are not sitting here gelling together. The reason, myself personally, and what I think, the reason why they're not gelling is because Philip Rivers' arm is not as strong as we would like it to be. He may be able to think, but as of late, he has not been thinking, and we cannot sit up here and say that this is acceptable. we gave up $25 million that's basically a guaranteed paycheck for one year that's a smart business move on Philip Rivers Park can't never ever ever say that's not a smart business move because if I said that that wasn't a smart business move then guess what that's a hater move but man if I can go out and make $25 million for one year what else would I need to do for the rest of my life i am been in the league for 16 years. I've made a shot at running the Super Bowl. And I've never really have gotten to where I needed to be or even gotten there. So, why not go and sign this contract with Indy? Get $25 million if we make it, cool. If we don't, I still was guaranteed a payday. Makes me wonder about poor Dak Prescott. Had to pay up under a franchise tag for... 12 million dollars End up breaking his ankle And now you wonder if he's even Going to get paid ever I tell you The NFL is definitely a business And Jerry Jones That's another story within itself But this is Coach Radio Nation This is your boy Uncle Tracy We're just getting going and getting time And getting going To the direction that we need To get the speed Out of what we are designed To do we thank you, the audience. We thank you, the listener. We thank you, the people that are listening, no doubt in Mexico, United States, Ireland, Great Britain, Germany, and all the places around the United States and other around the world. You know who you are that hear this message. Just know we be bleed blue for life. We are Coast Nation and we are strong and as today's topic as we're talking about the topic of this podcast is called Who Missed the Spot As I often say to myself watching these young men out here no doubt make dreams come true I sit here and ponder and look at pictures of my nephew Who's also the starting strong safety for the Indianapolis Colts. I had an individual ask me one day. What do I feel when I look at the pictures or what do I feel about my nephew? And that he noticed sometime that I don't really ever give my nephew any shine. And I simply reported back to the young man and told him I don't really need to give my nephew any shine because I let Kari Willis' play do the talking for himself. I'll leave all the theatrics up to everyone else, but let me focus on the team because there's no I in team. As an uncle, I am very proud of my nephew. I couldn't be more prouder than anyone that's just the next man. But I will definitely say this to you As quick as God gives any and every man things It can all be taken away But the good of life is all about Doing the right thing And keeping God before you And as I do this podcast I'd like to thank God for giving me this opportunity To speak with each and every one of you today Each and every one of you listeners Who love the Indianapolis coast just like I do And to realize that this team that we have and that has been formulated and that we're focused on today as we're talking about don't miss a spot. I, as a fan, am going to think from a fan's perspective. And I'm going to tell it how I see it. first amendment tells me that I got a right to freedom of speech many may agree many may not agree but I feel like to myself that I would definitely walk away scratching my head about why did we go and get Philip Rivers as much as he is my quarterback and I will support him to continue to be my quarterback. I still have my thoughts that I ponder. And the thoughts that I ponder is I'm actually putting them to words this day on par podcasts. Excuse me. Many people shy away from speaking how they feel. I welcome the controversy. I welcome. All of you who hear this podcast, email me your thoughts, your comments. My email address is tapollo1313 at gmail.com. That's tapollo1313 at gmail.com. I do reply. Don't miss a spot. I'm just puzzled. Because Phillip Rivers has not shown me that he is worth $25 million. And I'm puzzled. I'm troubled. We've invested a lot of money into T.Y. Hilton. He's coming up on a contract year. Is he looking like that he's worth another contract? be honest with yourself Max hurt I'm going to have to deal with that situation regardless of how people want to say it or what they want to call it we need help we don't have a clear number one receiver now I go back to the young man who talked about if Ben Roethlisberger was the quarterback and I pondered that thought a while and it was a very very interesting thought but you know what to be honest with you I believe that young man would be right if T.Y. Hilton was playing for the Pittsburgh Stiller and Ben Roethlisberger was his quarterback T.Y. Hilton would have a very very fantastic year something is not right and if T.Y. Hilton is not getting off which is our number one wide receiver we have to start going back and looking at why this is not happening. And we all know that a quarterback and a wide receiver have to be on the same page, and they're not. So I don't care what they want to say or how they want to call it or what they want to think about. But there is something wrong, and it needs to be addressed soon. And if it's not addressed, the Indianapolis Coast will not make the postseason. Because your defense is only gonna Hold them for so long Before they're a score We hope I'm wrong Let's just let that be the case But I promise you this If I'm not It'll be another disappointing year. Because we can't have Phillip Rivers playing the way he played against the Cleveland Browns. Against Green Bay or against Baltimore or against any of these other teams that we have to come up that are very, very much so playoff contention teams. No doubt about it, it's hard to get to the mountaintop. But just because it's hard, don't mean that it's not achievable. I focus today on this topic. Clearly on uh, did General Manager Ballard miss a spot? The seriousness of this topic of why I'm saying this is because I'm a character guy and I respect the character of my GM. But because I respect your character don't mean that I cannot have my own questions or my own thoughts that I ponder. Many of you, no doubt, who listen to this podcast or you who listen to my lives or have had conversation with me understand clearly that what I'm saying has some validity to it. I respect General Manager Ballard, but I have to ponder in my mind, was $25 million really worth it? when I could have saved that money on a cap knowing that I'm going to get a guy out of Washington and Jacob Eason who has a cannon forearm if you're not going to set this guy up to be a replacement what's the next step because we as Coast Nation and as Big Blue Nation and as this podcast from Big Blue Nation are concerned, and we have a right to be concerned, because we are a part of this organization, whether we are on the field making it happen or not, your voice can be heard, no doubt please send me your questions. some of the questions I will also address on my podcast. As I always do in my podcast, I want to give a shout out to the guys from D-Line Sports. You guys know who you are. You guys do good. Radio hosting For the Indianapolis Colts I have also seen that you guys have done interviews with General Manager Ballard as well as other guests and I want to give a shout out to D-Line Sports, you guys go down and check them out, D-LineSports.com check them out and I'm pretty sure that you will see the guys, check out this podcast they have more information in reference to the Indianapolis Colts and it's a pretty cool show I also want to give a shout out to Indianapolis Colts Zone and all the Indianapolis Colts faithful fans that honestly come and check me out and give their opinion Jim Eagle everybody who comes and check me out you know who you are As I'm speaking this moment A lot of your names Aren't popping in my mind As I would like them to Because I speak to so many different people But I want to give a shout out To each and every one of you I love each and every one of you guys Indianapolis Coast Zone Social media It's a pretty cool nation Pretty cool nation of people People that I've have come to love and people who've accepted me most people can be biased but I've always came into the Indianapolis cold zone or into anything that I do and just be myself regardless of fame or fortune most people to be truthful with you have family members that get to the elite level and they become somebody that they're not. And frankly, as we all put it, some people let money change them. Well, regardless of how much money my nephew may have ever accumulated in his career or his life, it does, does not change the value of the person of who you are and who people see you as from the inside. Everyone can look from the outside and see the shell, but that too shall some of the time fade away. But what's on the inside lasts forever. And that's what I look at in view of life and people and things. So for myself, I have said that I am going to share my experience of having a nephew that's famous with the people. And I'm personable because I think communication is the key to life as long as serving and doing what's right in the eyes of God. I thank each and every one of you Colts fans for coming and checking me out this day. I think that we have a problem with our quarterback situation, with our wide receiver situation. I'm not worried about the running backs. we got three good running backs. And they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. But what I worry about is the quarterback play because our receivers are at the bottom of the list. 28th, 29th in receiving, that's not acceptable. I'm sorry. That's not what $25 million is worth. Tell General manager Ballard to make me be wrong that he didn't miss a spot because I'm perplexed at the fact that Philip Rivers is not doing what he's supposed to do and they're relying so heavily on the ground game that the teams don't even respect our receivers. <laughs> like, who do we got that can really stress the field? Like, don't we need somebody that can throw 50, 60 yards in the air, at least stretch the field? Man, stop them from having to be able to come up and play, play, run, play to run defense all the time because that's what they're doing. They're putting eight men in the box, dropping three guys back in coverage, and they are saying, hey, we can't even beat us with three guys. If I can see this, the fans can see this, I'm sure the people that are paid the money can see this. What does Uncle Tracy know? I'm just a part of Big Blue Nation. I spend my money on coats here. I provide a means for salaries. Each and every fan does. You have a right to your opinion, and these is my opinion and my thoughts. So I hope each and every one of you have a good day. And I'll leave you with this thought. Many people, no doubt, can have all the money in the world and still miss a spot We have a team That is fully capable and fully ready To move deep into the playoffs We have an outstanding defense I question Some of the play calling I question Some of the play throw, the, the throws from Phillip Rivers I'm questioning Even the very much signing But I will support him because he is my quarterback. But as a fan, and any fan who is looking and seeing and watching what is happening and transpiring, has to sit here and say to themselves, what in the world is going on? So I sure hope not that general manager Mr. Ballard missed the spot. I hope he proved everyone in the NFL wrong that the signing of Philip Rivers was worth the $25 million. But in the end, after this year is over with, we will all ponder to our mind and say, Did GM Ballard miss a spot? Until next time. This is Uncle Tracy saying so long. You guys can get in contact with me at tapollo1313 at gmail.com or you can check me out on social media Indianapolis Coast Zone Find the Indianapolis coast zone. You'll find me. Good day, folks. Good day to you, Coast Nation. This is your boy, Uncle Tracy, coming to you another live show of Big Blue Nation. Today's topic Cincinnati. Can Indianapolis walk away with the W. We'll talk about Phillip Rivers a little bit in reference to Phillip Rivers having a horrible game last week that we put behind us and we move forward on to a new day. No doubt. That showing for the Rivers would definitely like to forget. I know if I was the quarterback, I would. fiery competitiveness of who Philip Rivers is. He said what he had to say. He got to come back and give us a good game against Cincinnati. But the turnovers have got to stop. Got to be able to find a solution for T.Y. Hilton. If you really hate to see someone of talent go to waste, hasn't been able to get to football as much as he liked and to be quite frank and honest with you I think Frank Wright needs to start implementing plays to get him more involved in the offense that means even if you have to put him down in the slot because our offense has to start getting going we just have to admit and from what we're seeing right now our offense it's not that good. We have to admit that to ourselves. Any Colts fan who hears and knows, the team knows that we have to change what we've been doing on offense. We have seen to run to a run heavy, depending on Jonathan Taylor, the rookie, running back out of Wisconsin. Way too much. That teams are scheming and game planning strictly for Jonathan Taylor because they don't respect our wide receivers. We need to start utilizing Demarcus Johnson a lot more because the man is a man stretching the field and doing the things that we need to see him do as a third or fourth receiver. I'm not hearing many catches coming out of Zach Passmore, which if he doesn't want to play, we need to put double in. We need guys that want to come out here, not just on special teams, but also to come out here that want to play the game. It's sad to see that our wide receivers core, literally, is not looking that good. As a fan of the game, and of the team, I like to see much more. We're going to go ahead and face Burrow, the rookie out of LSU, who's having an OK season. For a rookie, likes to get hit a lot, but eventually that'll take its toll on He'll start learning to play a different game. I believe that our team has the fundamental defensive sound execution that Matt Ephes will probably bring Sunday to be able to change the dynamics of the game. But as I always tell you, it's any given Sunday. What do you think? What do you think the keys to the game will be? hit me up. I do respond. You can hit me up at apollo 1313 at gmail.com That's T-A-P-O L-L-O 1313 at gmail.com The topic of this podcast today is Can the Indianapolis Colts be better as a team? a little more than what we're focusing on. The defense, truly, as a team and as a unit, we are very, very gratified at the fact that the defense has kept us in the game to win the three games that we won, to be honest with you. Because without the defense doing what they do, there's absolutely no way that this team could have flourished to have three wins. say this. I like some of the things that I'm seeing on offense with the three running backs. JT, JW, and the other back. I can't think of his name off the hand. But I tell you what, Jordan Wilkes, but I tell you these guys are truly quickly understanding that if they get back to the fundamentals of the screen pass to the bags, if they get to the fundamentals of keep pounding the football but also going play action fakes and building me and not, they can dunk with seven-yard passes. This is the same kind of offense that he ran. That is, Frank Wright ran with Jacoby Brissett, which makes me need to believe that it was Jacoby Brissett really the problem. Or is it Frank Wright's play call? Hmm. You, the fan, tell me, because Phillip Rivers is playing even more horrible than Jacoby Brissett was playing, and I just for some odd reason can't understand why this is going down like this, but I tell you this much, I truly believe that if Phillip Rivers is not going to get the job done, we need to go ahead and put Jacoby Brissett in there and put him in there so he can do what he needs to do because we need some offensive movement. At least I can see that Jacoby Brissett had a little bit more rhythm with T.Y. Hilton than Phillip Rivers. I'm sure we can get Phillip Rivers the accolades of being a veteran, a savvy film that Someone who no doubt has came, has conquered, you know, his job is... A solid NFL quarterback for the past 16 years in San Diego, but it's a little different here in Indianapolis. You got to perform. And you play to win the game, and he's not performing. And at this moment, you know, the way the offense is looking is I don't see how we can truly legitimately call ourselves a playoff contention team from an offensive standpoint you know, we're really not doing what we need to do. It's kind of scary bit, you know, but I will say this, eventually in time, eventually in time, we will get it together as a team and as a unit, and we will come through as Big Blue Nation always do, standing behind our team, wishing and hoping that they continue. Make progress. The NFL is not a game that's easy to play. There's a lot of players and a lot of personnel that goes along with what we're attempting to accomplish, which is our ultimate goal of winning the Super Bowl and bringing that Super Bowl back to Indianapolis. But at the current state, you the fan, me the fan, and now my podcast here, I have to be very honest with myself and say, we have a problem that needs to be addressed it starts with the front office it trickles down to the coaching and right to the players Jim Mercer can't be happy to see what he's seeing so far he's happy he's a, a game above 500 but as you see the Tennessee Titans aren't looking too bad. And if we're going to win this division, we're going to have to get past Tennessee. Ryan Tanner here and the Titans, no doubt are our nemesis. And if we're going to win the AFC South, we have to beat the Tennessee Titans. And the way they're looking and the way they're playing for them to be at the, currently at the moment four and zero, unfortunately for them, a COVID-19 situation that has allowed them to stay in first place, because they truly should be four and one right now, because they still have to play Pittsburgh, which myself personally I think is a game that uh, they have clearly used to their advantage to be able to get their guys to be healthy. And it was pretty evident of not playing for two weeks to help guys were arrested, not play for two weeks. And you can see the difference in how they beat the Buffalo Bills last evening. So I was able to look at the Tennessee Titans and look at the do's, the don'ts of what we're gonna have to face. And they have a pretty good team. And we're gonna have to come and bring our A game, no doubt, not just against Tennessee, but against Green Bay, but against Buffalo, against Houston. We're gonna have to bring our A game. We have to bring our A game. And what I'm seeing in offense right now is not getting the job done. There's always definitely such thing as called change. If we got on Adam Vinatieri because he got moved and had to make a change. We have to do the same thing with Philip Rivers. if he doesn't play to the standards and the capability of getting us to the next level because we paid for that experience. We paid for that veteran leadership. And it's on the fitting. And only right that we receive that, for especially that kind of money of $25 million for one year. But no doubt, we're looking forward to our team doing what they do, as always. No matter what Big Blue do, we're going to stay behind it and we're going to stay pulling and rooting for our guys. Because the ultimate goal is the Super Bowl. And we have a defense that's fully capable of getting us there. The problem is, can the offense get it together to help see that goal through? Chime in. Tell me your thoughts. This is your boy, Uncle Tracy. You guys have a good day drop me some comments check me out on Spotify check me out on Google Play you can check me out on Indianapolis Coast Zone social media, Facebook social media you can also drop me an email at 1313 at gmail.com that's T as a Town. Apollo A-P-O-L-L-O 1313 at gmail.com Until we meet again Catch you on the flip side And go Big Blue Nation Colts for life